Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump things like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gov, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, biggest convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. The Jews is flirting. Be damned if I'm hurting. Legend in two games like my peewee curtain. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, got sir. Jeremy subbing in for Sam today, spinning the one and twos. Your number to participate is 736-9760. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to uh, give us a call. Anything that happened over the weekend that's sports-related that you want to bring to the airwaves, feel free to do that as well. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? You ready? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. All right. So um, this is the deal. Um, as we've got... Um, a uh, doubleheader today uh, in football uh, in this strange 2020 scheduling. We've got uh, Pittsburgh, um, you know, starting things off first with the Washington football team. And then after that, you'll have San Fran and Buffalo Bills pretty much playing at a neutral site. Where are um, they? Where did they? Where's that game going to be? Uh, it's I forgot where they picked it at, uh, but it's almost I think it's almost like a neutral site almost. Okay. I don't know exactly where they're playing it at, but that's the late cap on the Monday uh, port game in that one, uh, especially with Buffalo and, um, you know, in their situation to do with Miami. I mean, San Fran's still fighting for a playoff. I mean, they're getting a little bit healthier on the cool and Buffalo. If they lose this game, they'll be tied for Miami in the AFC East. So this is a big one for the nightcap. Um, but Pittsburgh gets things going at 4 o'clock our time. Also, we'll put a recap on the action that we saw over the weekend. Speaking of football, uh, had some surprises. We've got a defensive coordinator that's fired. Um, and pretty much, uh, you know, Greg Roberts, uh, Greg Williams, excuse me. Um, you know, everybody knows by now the whole play with the uh, Raiders, how they became victorious. Uh, really took a beating for some ex-coaches. Uh, I know Rex Ryan said he's been around football for about 50 years, and it's the dumbest call he's ever seen. I, see, um, I I agree, but 
I thought it was on par with what they were trying to do. Well, I no. thought I thought it was one of those things where it's like, look, you know, sunshine's on the line. Jaguars only have one win. We mess around winning this game. You know, we put Trevor up for grabs. I thought it was like, yo, we're going to send the blitz and leave Ruggs one-on-one with with the young corner. I don't know. I just – it looked it, – that's that's how bad the call was. I was like, why is he one-on-one, no safety help with Ruggs? I was like, oh, okay, this is the Jets. It is what it is. But they fired Greg Williams like that's that wasn't part of the plan. So – Maybe they're well, not tanking. Maybe they're just bad coach, bad plan, bad all around. No, but bad coach. And again, I, I, Adam Gates survives, though. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he's next. I don't think anybody's going to be there left for the new coach. But I think definitely it's one of those that, um, you know, the Jets played harder. I mean, the Raiders have some major issues on defense uh, that they haven't addressed in two years now. Um, but they, they're – it was one of those situations where after that was your initial reaction of that was a lot of people's initial reaction yesterday, especially people that were on TV Sunday night football in America. They touched on it, but hearing people this morning, that's either coach with uh, played with Greg Williams or coach. I mean, like Rex said, he knows a person. He said, it's an ego thing. He's like, hell, I got a big ego. He goes, I've been burned on that same play, but not in that situation. He goes, my ego's not that big. He goes, a lot of people think Greg is like he he it feels like he's uh you know, he's a risky biscuit guy. Like he feels <laughs> like he's done that. I mean, this I is this is that. a guy that keep in mind a few years ago when he was the defensive coordinator uh with the Cleveland Browns and they were playing a Case Keenum Denver Bronco team to end the game, uh he called the same defensive play at that time. Now that time it played uh, paid off, but in that situation, and what's lost in the shuffle about this is because the play before Aguilar, he had got behind the guy too. The play before, so right. you're telling everybody in the huddle, don't let nobody get behind you. But a lot of people think it was Greg's ego that really, and it's probably one of those that like, you know what, I'm tired of coming to work every day here. Uh, maybe it was one of those he knew that it, he would get exposed if they did do it and lost, and that would be enough to do him in. I don't know. I think Adam Gase feels that he had to go and fire him just to keep the respect of the locker room while he still has three weeks left mm. or four weeks because they feel like if you don't fire that after uh, – they're going to people – I mean, I think they already have, but they're going to even be worse on – But it's, uh, it, to me it's false hustle because if there's been anything to, to talk about with the Jets – it's been the defense. So because of one game now, oh, because of the 12th loss, Greg has to go. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that their defense is, um, they're not, I'm not saying they're Pittsburgh. I'm not saying they're the 01 Ravens. I'm just like, but if there's a good spot on that team, it's their defense. That was a bad call, Rudy. That that was I mean, a bad. Yeah, I mean, but this is this we yeah, week twelve. No, I understand that, but you sometimes you get away with stuff, and everybody knows the Jets are horrible. Everybody knows they're in the clubhouse for the number one pick, but it's the way you do things. You can't do things egregious like that. I mean, that's. I mean, you got. I mean, you're a guy that's Greg Williams is a guy that's been a defensive coordinator for over thirty years, probably at least in this league. I mean, he's well known more for the bounty uh, bounty gate scandal in New Orleans than anything else. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, he rubs people wrong way a lot. But that was probably a gutsy, you know prideful thing of like, I'm going to show you, I'm going to send the house. I mean, Derek Carr said when he looked across the line and realized they were blitzing, he was like, wow. He goes, well, I felt thankful because they were blitzing. Because just the play before, like I said, Aguilar got behind the guy, even the play before, and he ain't got four, three speed like rugs. I mean, so to me. I mean, we're 0-11, I'm gambling. 
if we're really going to say that they weren't tanking that game and we're really saying like, hey, this was just a bad call, this wasn't in the game plan, then I'm, if I'm Greg Williams, I'm like, dude, we're 0-11. I'm trying to get the sack. I don't even want to leave it up to that. We gambling. I'm 0-11. What do I have to lose if we're 0-11? Do you know since 2006, that scenario by a team up by four or less, they've played that scenario 260 times since the NFL season in 2006. And do you realize yesterday was the first time out of 260 possessions since 2006, which is 14 years, that a defense has played a cover zero and a blitz and got beat that way? (laughs) This isn't. This isn't. I know th- that. Yeah. This isn't like, hey, man. Like, I get what you're saying. This is all. This is like a high school defensive coordinator. Okay, an Apache defensive coordinator for the Apache League would know that you do not leave the fastest guy on the field, maybe one of the fastest guys on the earth in the world. Yeah. One on one with a rookie, with no help, when all you got to do is protect the goal line and basically have five or six guys back. Like hell, even if you wanted to just rush three. And then put he rushed six and left everybody on the island. Like that was one of those is just like, yo, I'm gonna crap on my boss's office seat today. I know I'm gonna get fired, <laughs> but this is just gonna be funny for me to go off on. That's like 260 times that scenario That's has played out, and with a team up four or less since 2006, and none of them, none of them, basically until yesterday, resulted with that call. Somebody calling that defensive call. I think a guy at Rex Ryan that has basically been fired by the same organization in the Jets and basically been controversial and all that. I think I can, when Rex breaks it down like that, I think I can sit there and say, okay, you know what? From a guy that has an ego, uh, from a guy that basically would troll Bill Belichick for, for fun, the whole deal, if he could tell you that, man, you know what? That's bad. I like, that's the worst one I see. Then that's one of those that maybe ego got. Because if you believe the latter, like, look, everybody's in on it. We're trying to get Trevor. Then my thing is, like, then we got a Lee Harvey Oswald situation on our hand. Then Greg Williams just a patsy. Because if they fired him today, uh, then basically it's one of those situations to where he's a patsy um, and he got shot in the stomach by getting transferred to the Dallas Police Department. <laughs> I mean that that's that's pretty much what you, that's pretty much what it's breaking down to. You tell me, hey man, they're trying to lose but he fired. Because like again. Uh, what people have to realize, and I understand GMs make decisions to kind of say, hey, we're going to play young guys. We're going to do this. But in the NFL, the whole tanking situation, this is the reason why Miami Dolphins turned around when it was the whole tank for Tua. Those guys that are in that locker room and those guys, they ain't going to be there for – a lot of them ain't going to be there for Trevor Lawrence anyway. So they ain't trying to go along with whatever is going to be. The, those coach, A lot of them, them coaches are not going to be there for Trevor Lawrence if that's who they get. So to me, yes – Orders can come from the up top in regards to how we, who we play, who we're sitting. Yeah, this one pick. But yesterday, they played that game hard. The Raiders' defense is horrible, and they fought all the way to the end, and that's a game that they should have won. Uh, that would be with th- eight seconds left, 30 seconds left, and you fight that hard to go. I mean, Sa- Sam Darnold trucked somebody coming into the end zone. Like, he laid the wood. Like, he lowered his shoulder yeah. to run in the end zone. The players were trying to win that. Nobody wants that 0-16 uh, to join the Detroit Lions um, and the Cleveland Browns on their, on their you know, in that history book class. So. Okay. But anyway, crazy NFL weekend. So there's more. Uh, Saints pick up another win. Uh, we'll talk about that. They clinched the spot, um, didn't they? 
Yeah, there, and the guy Sean Payton still continues to be undefeated without Drew, his Hall of Famer Drew so Brees. So is it Drew seasons. Brees or is it Sean Payton? Well, I think Sean Payton deserves a lot more credit than what he gets as a coach because he's 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 a beast. I mean, his system. I mean, he's a beast. They weathered a the storm. They went through some lean years in uh, New Orleans, even after the Super Bowl win. Uh, but him and Mickey Loomis bounced back, and they just got a system. And he's seeing something with Tyce Taysom Hill that he's riding with him. I mean, I, I thought Jameis Winston was going to definitely be the guy, maybe to groom further. But I mean, if T- Taysom Hill, which I'm hearing Drew Brees could be back this week or the following week, but if they continue to win with Taysom Hill, that's only going to ensure that Taysom Hill might get the opportunity to be the guy from Drew Brees. He, he, he threw his first touchdown pass in the NFL yesterday mm-hmm. uh, against the Falcons, but we got that going on. We had a fight over the weekend. I didn't get a chance to, to, to watch it. I mean, oh, I this crew, it. The, how, how did it go? It was, how big, how big a fight was this? It was a, it was a good fight. I mean, as far as, is, was it a big fight? Um, Earl Spence and Garcia both have a name. They both have some star power. Uh, I think the fight everybody wants to see is Spence versus Crawford. So, you know, but their promotional companies have issues. Some of my boxing expert guys feel like they want to, the promotional companies are holding off on that fight until we get a hold of COVID so they can sell every seat, you know, fully fully make money. But that's the fight we want to see. But Spence dominated out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, That was in Jerry's world. Spence dominated him. Um, Spence is the guy that after he beat um, uh, Sean Porter, he flew he flew out of his Ferrari. Remember that guy? He the, the got in a car wreck and flew out of the Ferrari. Only reason why he lived was because he wasn't in the seatbelt. This was right after the Sean Porter okay. fight. Yeah, so uh-huh. this was his first fight since being ejected from a Ferrari going about 100-something miles an hour. And, you know, some people thought he may have some rust and didn't know, but he looked impressive. Manhandled Garcia, unanimous decision. Overall, good fight. They stood in each other. They hit each other toe to toe. A lot of body shots. So, entertaining fight. But now, you know, we want to see Spence versus uh, Crawford. Because he, he didn't wear a seatbelt. Because he didn't wear a seatbelt. If he had on the seatbelt, he wouldn't have survived the crash. Because you know those cars are made out of right. most of the time like carbon fibers. But since he didn't have on the seatbelt and was ejected, he survived. Wow. Yeah, it just wasn't his time. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, but good so we fight. got okay, we got that going on. We got some other stuff with the fight business that I'm calling shenanigans on. I mean, I'm not <laughs> buying into it. I mean, I already see what they're trying to do, but it's whatever. So we'll talk about that. We're still inching closer to the NBA uh, tip off. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. We had college weekend as well, also with some college football uh, that we've got to recap as well too. You'll listen to the Sports Grind. Your number seven three six nine seven six. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Sports Grind 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Also, don't forget, uh, you know, you can get a free hour at Rounders when you go for the golf simulator. If you mention the grind, you're going to get a second hour for free. That's going to be good all the way up to December the 15th. That's at Rounders. And this next segment is going to be presented by Double Dave's. Double Dave's, go try out their newest location here to San Antonio, the Alamo Ranch location. 
They have a drive-through at that location as well, and they still have their Leon Springs location. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, so um, continuing the theme here, uh, but no, that's uh, you know, as speaking of the uh, the NFL, that was just the bad. That's just a bad. That was a bad call. Going back to uh, you know Greg Williams here, um, and you know he's he's had some tough records uh over the over the course of his 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 career like i said he's known more for the whole bounty gate than anything else but we'll see how it pans out but i'm pretty sure adam is the next one um in line um also uh what else did we have college um texas uh texas a&m was able to survive uh auburn uh kind of survived a slow start there uh, Bo, 17-0, 17-0 run in the fourth quarter. 17-0 run in the fourth quarter. Giggle. Uh, Bo Nix is, um, you know, there was a lot of hype about Bo Nix. Um, what, you don't like him? And college, I, I just think the whole thing of him growing up, uh, Auburn Fran, and the picture of the jersey with him was on six year, years old. I think that got a lot of run. He's digressed uh, this year. Um, he had a decent game against a had the run. But other than that, he missed a wide-open throw uh, that could have probably put them up. Uh, especially going into the halftime, he overthrew that. I, I think Gus Malzahn is leaning on Jesus too. I think he's in the ICU um, in, in Auburn. I mean, he's um, you know that's just what it is. Um, they A and M has struggled against Auburn in the past against him, but of course we kind of knew you know Texas A and M was a favorite going into that game. Uh, you had that. Um, you had um, it, it also stood out to Indiana. Um, getting their first win in a long time against Wisconsin. Indiana's a good football uh, yeah, I think team at right this now. Point we just got to say, no, they're 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 they're, they're 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 good. They're legit. I mean, the uh, coach they love that coach. They play for them. Um, you know, look at Iowa State now in the Big Twelve. They got an opportunity to win the Big Twelve championship. Um, you know, because I think it is. It's going to be them in Oklahoma, right? In the Big Twelve Championship yes, game, yes, pretty much. Yes, yeah, so. um, so so you know that kind of stuff. Te- so Iowa State is in there, not Texas. No, not Texas. Oh. And I remember Slam- Salami talking to me years about Campbell there, the guy that's there. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he came from Toledo. Um, but yeah, so props to them. They're going to play in that conference championship game. Uh, Florida continues to roll on. They'll be playing um, Alabama in the SEC championship game. LSU. Um, yeah, that's, uh, fifty-five. Yeah. The Iron Bowl, LSU. Ugly man. I remember the Bama Georgia game. That was a close game for a while. Then Bama ran away in the second half. From if I'm not mistaken, right? Bama ran away in the second half. Yeah, got no, some turnovers. So it was some duds. Um, it's not Alabama's fault, but it was. A, those are two games that when they're on the schedule, you look forward to sitting down and watching Bama versus LSU and Bama versus Auburn. And both of them were duds. Yeah, Bama is the what advantage the hell is that they. LSU? The advantage, they covered that twenty nine, Cal. <laughs> did they? What was that final score? They won by thirty eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's look. I, you know, in a pandemic year, I think this is what the advantage. One of the other advantages, like many Alabama has over a lot of programs. I mean, they've got a farm system in regards to the way they recruit. I mean, Nick has basically mastered the whole red shirt situation. What so do you when mean these by young, because when these young guys get their opportunity to come in. Uh, keep in mind, I mean, they're 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 stomping people without their best wide receiver, who left lost for the uh, lost for the season. And I, thought, I think this uh, 
what is it? What's what's the kid that had three touchdowns? Talking about Smith. He's the, he's bet. I mean, I like uh, was it Wobble Weeble? Oh, I think it's Waddle. 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 I like Waddle. I like Waddle. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeservices.com Judy and Rugs. I liked Waddle last year, but this this kid Smith. I mean, he, he Waddle's better than him. He's nothing. He's not. He ain't his turn yet. Smith is Smith is eating like that because Waddle got hurt, and Waddle's the next guy to shake Roger Goodell's hand. Smith is going to get his, but for for pound for pound. But I think I think Nick's work, going to talk Waddle into coming back. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. He can talk all he want to, but it's going to be hard for him to turn down that money. uh, To turn down that money. I I mean, uh, to me, Smith is the next one. But like I told you, they're they're becoming wide receiver you on the cool um, in Alabama. And and again, what's also getting mistaken and lost in the shuffle is just Jones and his quarterback play. I'm sorry. He had to follow Tua. You know, I mean, Jones is sitting there. I mean, you, you don't like hear Jones. about him. You I don't, don't hear nothing Jones, about him. I'm not against, I don't have anything against Jones, but it's just – to me, it's just kind of, it's kind of blah. Like, oh, okay, you know, he's throwing the wide open wide receivers. Like, I see, I saw Tua throw guys open. I saw Tua throw on the run. Like Jones, I like Jones. I loved Tua. Like, there's a difference. I yeah, he, I like Jones, but it's not. I, there's nothing. I, well, maybe because I mean, just because he's not flashy, or you might say Tua make it play. But Jones, if you go look at the numbers, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do in the next level. But Jones is out there. I mean, he's making some throws, man. I mean, and first of all, there's a pressure to that. I mean, following to to or following hurts. I mean, there's a should pressure. he be in the Heisman chase? I I mean, I think so. I mean, I think so. I mean, honestly, I think you know, right now it's not nobody's really talking Heisman that much. I but know. Everybody that's treated, why, that's uh, why I asked you on the docket, Rose. like, what's but up? But I'll with tell you, uh, my man, um, what is Ian Brook from Notre Dame? I I think to me, I, honestly, I think he should be really the front runner for for the Heisman. Because to me, I don't think like, again, I like what Justin Fields is doing, but five games. It'll be six after they play Michigan this week. Like I don't know if I'm throwing him. I in. would put I would put my vote if I had a vote. I would put my vote in for Notre Dame's quarterback. Uh, you know, Trevor. I, I'll see Trevor maybe in the ACC championship game when Notre Dame and them play again. Um, I'll see how that goes. I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, they, you know, we're in a pandemic. He got COVID, so he missed a couple games. Uh, but really, what Notre Dame is doing and what their quarterback is doing, I think it's kind of going unnoticed. And I would think for my vote, I would probably put him right now. And things could change over the next few weeks, but I think he deserves. Your boy Jones is at 3,100 yards, only three picks, um, and 27 touchdowns. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting lost in the shuffle because they got the running backs. I mean, the defense is young, but they're starting to get into their own. 
Uh, yeah, Jones is not getting enough credit. I mean, I don't think he's getting enough credit because we've seen guys that you just don't. I mean, some guys cannot play in pressured cities and teams and situations, yeah. and that's big with me. I mean, you're seeing the situation happen play out this season uh, with Carson Wentz in Philly. Uh, you know, because I, I, I think that's really I'm 80 percent on Carson as mental. Uh, you know, so uh, that's Jones is getting a lot, but Alabama, they're just, I mean, you know, look it, it, outside of, um, you know, Ohio state, um, and, and probably maybe Clemson. I mean, it's going to take one of those two. I mean, this year it's going to take one of those two. Cause I think they got an advantage on this oh. pandemic at oh, a- Alabama, yeah. just because they're so, their guys are so much prepared around the clock and regiment. The guys that are up, we're supposed to step up this year. They're kind of, you know, ahead of the curve uh, than the most on the, on the others and the other programs. And that's kind of a little bit of understatement, but we'll see, we'll see how it plays out, but that's the college deal. Um, also, uh, what else we got? Is that the music? Mm-hmm. Okay. When we get back, we'll dive in more to the NFL recap. Some of these games, like I said, we got a double header today. The boys play tomorrow. Like why not? Why can't Dallas play at two thirty? On a Tuesday, why? Well, I mean, we well, they America's get to play teams. at seven. They get the, the first late game outside of Tuesday. Is shocking! It's the Cowboys. Yeah, because they deserved it after that ass kicking on on Thanksgiving. That that was entertaining. <laughs> so so they can't play it. You got Steelers. It's undefeated, but they got to play at two thirty on a Wednesday against the Ravens. But sorry, ass Dallas. That's a almost a ten point underdog playing at seven o'clock during the week. What does that tell? Yeah, you? what tells me is the status quo and it's a bunch of crap. That's what it tells me. You know. 736-976. You listen to the sports crime. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis, who's been serving San Antonio for over 25 years. Uh, They have all the name brand and apparel and rackets, and they offer same-day professional racket restringing as well, too. You can shop online or go in person. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. Um. All right. So, uh, was there anything else college I wanted to bring up? Um, I think yeah. I think the, we got to the important stuff. I think Michigan's going to play. Um, I'm hopeful because I again, so I just too. hate that they put that out there. Because if there is a potential outbreak, but I think with that out there, I think they're going to go ahead and play. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, we could talk about the rivalry, but that's money for the conference. If it's a national, if a if a national team. If a team out of a conference wins a national title or goes to a four, final four, or basically if they win the national title, I mean, the other teams in the conference gets to eat off that some too. It's just, it, you know, to me, I just feel like if you do, if you, you know, how State goes on to beat Michigan, which they probably will, you just, you're pretty much throwing your strength of schedule out the window and just telling everybody, like, Going forward, you can't you can't go to the strength of schedule card if you're the committee, because there's other people with strength a tougher strength of schedule. They're just going off the eye test and like we know Ohio State's good, which is fine. We everybody can see, you know that that's a good football team, but their schedule has been terrible. It's been terrible. 
Um, what they got? What Indiana's a good win? That's about it, right? You talking about Ohio State, right? Because the, the other yeah. five are trash. Indiana came back on them in that game too, but um, I still think they're one of the top. They're one of the best four no, teams they in the are. country. Um, you know, I mean, I I think at the end of the day, um, I don't honestly, I don't know what the advantage was for the Big Ten or anybody to really put a cap on the minimum of games you got to play this year in a pandemic going through the COVID situation when we didn't even know we we're gonna have college football anyway. Because now they've panned themselves in a situation to where now you can have these type of things go on, whether it's Michigan screwing them to not play or something really happens, an outbreak. Now you've already put it out there is that the criteria you got to pay six games. I don't understand what that was about and why they would put that out there in a in a COVID type of year. But um, we'll see how it plays out, man. I mean, you got some of these conference championship games that's going to be coming up here over the next week or two and getting it going. Another college thing before we move on to college, uh, shout out to Coastal Carolina at wow. BYU. I mean, that's a game that, that they just That was a good decided. game, though. Did yeah. you watch any of it? That no, was I watched it. I mean, game. it was one of those that they just decided to play that a week ago. They made it work, you know, um, and it kind of makes you wonder. I mean, if these two schools can get together and decide, both of them undefeated, uh, both of them in the top, I think they were both in the top 25 at the time, and if they can make it work because one of their opponents canceled, it makes you wonder why not other big conferences is that hard to do because they don't want to mess with the brand. Uh, but, yeah, you know, a very good game. It was a physical game, and it got chippy. Uh, you know, two of these teams did not know that they were going to be playing each other. Uh, but Coastal Carolina proved a point. Uh, they were underdogs in that game versus BYU, but they proved that they showed that they belonged. Um and it's it's um it's a lot for that whole conference, just the conference they come from. I think it was one of the, the biggest wins for that conference against a team, even on the stature of BYU. Uh seven three six nine seven sixty. All right, switching gears a little bit back to the NFL, some other things. Um shout out, shout out to the Giants and uh Judge, you know, they go into Seattle uh with a big game for Seattle, considering the division they play in. And the Giants get the win with Colt McCoy without Daniel Jones. Colt has proven to be one of those guys as a legit backup. Like, you know, him, Fitzpatrick, only guys that really come to mind, but legit backup. But to me, that Colt wasn't really the story. The story was going into Seattle and really shutting down the Seahawks, mm-hmm. shutting down the Seahawks offense, which a lot of people haven't been able to do. Now, Russ's offensive line isn't that good, but they still managed to score a lot of points. And the Giants' front four wasn't having it. Um, does this scrap tag you in the ST dub post? No, he uh, did. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he had the ST dub post. But really, that's not the Giants. I mean, we shouldn't be shocked. If you watch the Giants the past three, four weeks, they've been playing better football. They've no, been and you this. listen to this show for the last three, yeah, four you weeks. Have been saying I've that, been but telling I'm just, you the Giants is going to be the t- I think the Giants are going to be the team that's going to have on the other side of this in the NFC least we talk about because they are the team that's been the most consistent in that division all year. They've gotten better every week. And this is with now they're lo- losing Daniel Jones. Saquon uh, been gone since week yeah, one. Yeah, you know, and hey, you know, look at the offense creative. Jason Garrett doing a hell of a job as an offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator, play. stress that. The offensive coordinator calling plays, though. Didn't see these plays in Dallas as creative, but they're here uh, in the Giants. Well, so, he yeah. had Dak. He, he couldn't get oh, creative okay. with Dak. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, he had a meddling owner. Uh, that's what it was. Got a meddling owner, is that yeah. what you said? So, yeah, so the Giants are leading the NFC least. 
mm. at five and seven. They're on a four game winning streak. Yeah. And then it brings to the ladder to their division foes, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. What the hell uh, is that? You know, this is a situation where bad is going to worse and worse is going for wherever you want to take that because, you know, you can go and take this back to the last couple years, uh, in their, in their draft. Um, you can take this back to the way they've drafted, the way they've, um, you know, this is not the same offensive line that won the Super Bowl. I said that last week. And then you can take it back to that draft day and with the Jalen Hurts thing. Um, what we don't know and won't know unless there's some furniture moved and Philly in the offseason, some people lose a job, we won't know whose pick that was. But, was it how was it Howie Rosen's pick or was it basically uh, Doug Peterson's pick? But now they've cornered themselves in a situation to where you've been flirting with these, you know, packages for Jalen and, you know, he, he's gotten first team rep. He's got 15% of the first team reps in practice. And then you go last week, not even talking about this weekend's game, but last week you get him out there for a third down and then you take him out. But then yesterday you decided to go ahead and get naked and stick him in there. But- and then how now, do you, how do you justify benching a guy you just gave that much that's, money? That's to? why I say that this is bigger than their record. This is this is heading for a collision because at the end of the day, now the fact that they haven't said they don't know who's starting this week, you know what is what are you? It's always about the message that you're sending your team and your guys, and that's going to bring me to the next point when we talk about that Kansas City and Denver game last night. It's all about the message you send to your guys, and 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 at the end of the day, like you got a guy that just basically got what was it 60 80 guarantee how much is his guarantee money it's a lot. i don't wins? know it's big money and it's big money and also you're talking about 40 50 million in dead cap money hit if you just out release them and then when you bench him and let's say jalen hurts finishes these last three or four games when you pick up the phone in the offseason say hey what do y'all want me for carson wentz none of these other gms gonna play ball with you because of the contract that you committed to them and not only that because they know that basically you turn the page you might just have to outright release them oh and if you take a dead cap you can't really address some of those issues in the dra- I mean, in the free They're agency because you don't have the money to kind of do that. They're on a four-game losing streak. Um, they have the Saints next week, Arizona after that, then Dallas and Washington. Um, if you are going to roll with Hurts, do you want those to be his first two opponents in New Orleans and Arizona? I would. I mean, if they were playing Dallas this coming up week, I say, hey, let's see what Hurts has. But New Orleans defense is playing well. They're playing well as a team. Arizona, while they've kind of moonwalked here and there and had some ugly losses over the past few weeks, that's still a good football team. I mean, Dallas-Washington, we playing Dallas-Washington. Washington's even playing better. I think Washington's going to be a little bit closer than people think versus Pittsburgh today. But I don't know if I want to throw Hurts into Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's gonna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a – the reason it's going to be a tough week – is because you, we're not going to be talking about football. We're talking in Philly. It's full blown quarterback controversy, and that's all they're going to talk about all week. And that's a distraction. And this is coming off of them having that team meeting that I said, "Hey, this can either go really well, and they could catapult them into doing something, you know, going running off four or five straight, or it could just stay the same." And from the looks of it, what we saw from Carson Wentz and offense, it stayed the same. Hmm. There's oh, a little, yeah, this will be a little bit I'm going to add to that All when right. we get back from the break. You listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King has a variety of different flavors to choose from. Make sure you try their immune builders as well, too. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, all right, sticking to the NFL theme as well, too. Um, yesterday, so we talked about the Russell and the Giants getting that done. But add something to the Philly before we go off, because I just feel like now it's a situation where you stuck yourself in no man's land with the Jalen Hurts from draft him in general, if you weren't going to really use him like a Taysom Hill type of situation. And really with Carson Wentz, and I think the biggest mistake even other than that is they rushed. They got cute, and I still believe, because uh, there's a lot of people that's floated this theory out there, and I do believe this, that the whole point uh, with giving Carson Wentz that money, uh, coming off of a surgery, coming off the fact that, you know, there was a decision whether the locker room wanted to ride with Nick Foles or Carson to really screw with the Cowboys a, and the cap situation because of that. Was Dak. it a coddle situation? Like, hey, we just want you to, like, we let Foles go. Here's the money. We want you to know you're our guy. No, I mean, that could have been a little bit of it, but I think it's more the fact that this was going through the height of the Dak Prescott situation, and I think that they were trying to screw you, and mess with them. You're giving away $100 million thinking about somebody because else? You, yeah, because you feel well, like then you that, Then you, they you deserve feel, to be losing. Listen, listen. Then they deserve, if that's listen, true, Calvin, first of all, then they deserve to be all, losing. That is you dumb. Know, no, listen. You know that you want Carson Wentz. It's not the fact that, hey, we don't know we want him, but we're still going to give this money. I'm talking about they knew eventually they were going to give him that money because they thought they were the, his guy, their guy. But they rushed it when they had to without letting him start the season, do whatever, because I think it was the height of what is Dak going to do if we pushed it up. Because we kept talking about if this guy, if Deshaun gets his money, if they get his money, it keeps driving that price up. I do think there's somewhat to that. I'm not going to say that's the only reason why they did it. The bottom line is they got cute. They've got to rebuild their offensive line. They've got. I mean, I can. I've I've heard Salami for years in this show talk about they've never addressed the young wide receiver position. I know they drafted a kid out of TCU this week. I mean, this past draft, draft but still, it, it, there's a lot more than just Carson Wentz. However, Carson's got to play better. But I think, with me personally, I think this is a situation where Carson needs to go see a sports psychologist. Because I don't think it's a tool thing. I don't see it anything like this. This is a guy that was going to win the MVP the year Brady wanted if he doesn't get hurt in the Rams game. And then they go on to win that Super Bowl uh, with Nick Foles. And then I think just playing in the city, playing in Philly, and having that discussion, hey, it was you we chose, all that kind of stuff. I mean, not only did they win the Super Bowl, the guy that replaced him went to go see Mickey Mouse, man. He was the MVP. So I think playing in Bison Country, and I keep saying this, in other schools up there where you're not on national television, you're not doing that. When you get in a market like that, some guys can't handle it. And it takes some years until the honeymoon's over, and I think that's the case. But who knows? I feel like since you went with Jalen, when you say, is this the right opponents to start him with, I think you got to. I think you got to at least roll him out there for a week or two. You've already, the cat's out the bag already. You know, the cat's out of the bag because if it comes down to it, and this is a Super Bowl winning coach, but it's going to be, if it comes down to either Doug Peterson or Carson Wentz, it's a lot easier to relieve Doug Peterson of his duties than anything. But that's hard when he delivered the first championship in the franchise, you know, history. Now, some other people will tell you, well, that's because he had Frank Wright as his coordinator. And it was Frank Wright it that was been more. The same since. It, it, it's been more Frank Wright than that. It went off the rails. It came off the rails for Atlanta when Shanahan left. Yeah. Um,. I can't totally shoot down that theory. 
Uh, but all I know is that I think Doug Peterson still is a good coach with the culture. I just think some of GM front office I mean, they, decisions they won and all the, that. I mean, he's not saying much, but they won the division last no, year. No, by default, but they did. And that that's why I'm saying Philly fans that are all fired Doug Peterson. He just delivered the first Super Bowl in franchise history. And not only that, sometimes guys in this league, especially at the quarterback position, play because they're making the most money. And it's got to be. You can't look at, well, Alex Smith is playing in Washington. Yeah, nobody on the Washington. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Our Redfin agent's full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Football team got a couple hundred million dollars in quarterback contract. That's the difference in case by case in every NFL situation. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Jeremy summoning in for Sam, spinning the one and twos. Um, this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Cheer Liquor. It has three locations serving the far west side of San Antonio and Bear County. Texas Cheer Liquor is conveniently located at 1604 in Petrenko. And at 211 in their newest location, now open at 90 in Montgomery Road outside Lucky Ranch. If you like them on Facebook, you can stay up to date on specials and tastes. That's Texas Cheer Liquor, official sponsor of the sports crowd. Um, Okay, so... You know, keeping it moving here uh, before we uh, leave the NFL. Yeah, so that's the thing. One hundred and nine guaranteed. Oh yeah, sixty against the cap. Yeah, costs. Uh, and the next year to be sixty against the cap, and twenty twenty two to be twenty five against the cap. But they guaranteed them one hundred and nine million. 109.9, so really 110 million guaranteed. And well, you would have to uh, research that and see how much is it cost them in dead money if they cut them. Oh, I don't and know. And it's going to be a lot. Much. And I, and that's why it's one of those that I feel that it's going to be an interesting situation in Philly. And like I said, I I, I have a lot of respect. I'll take for, them. Um, Y'all, we'll give you Trubisky in a one, mm. Trubisky in a two. Well, it, it, it won't do no good if you still have Nagy. Nagy is uh, Nagy's the next one out. Like Horrible. he, he's just um, it hasn't worked with him. I feel no bad blows, for Trubisky. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. Nagy's not Bill Belichick. Hell, Nagy. I don't even know if Nagy's Jason Garrett, but he ain't got no players, man. Hey, That's not I, his fault. look, no, no, it's Nagy, no, Nagy handled the quarterback situation wrong. He refuses to run the football. He doesn't assess what he has. Like you said, yes, there is some bros and joes, but he doesn't assess what he has and makes that work. Um, you know, I wasn't that – I mean, no one really knew that much about him when he got the job with Chicago. No, he's gone. He's gone on Black Monday. 
and then probably the GM with them as well, too. He's gone on Black Monday. I mean, um, you know, regardless of the circumstances, anytime whether they're overrated and you were kind of ahead of that, whatever, anytime you start off 4-0, 5-0, and you collapse like they've done and you give away that game that they gave away yesterday against the Detroit Lions who just fired their coach, um, no. And Nagy's gone. I feel bad for Trubisky. Like I said, he was benched for a bad half in Atlanta. Where where that just lets me know now you want to go with Foles all the time and that it didn't really work that way because Foles not that guy under that same system. But I just feel leaving a uh, leaving the Carson Winston thing. They've got a lot of shuffling to do, and I love the Phillies ownership. They they're one of the most consistent in in the NFL. They just got a Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, but I think they've got to re- they haven't hit the reset button right to keep going the uh getting over the direction and some of their warts are starting to show uh bad draft picks and an old line uh that's old, you know, stuff like that. Seven three six nine seven sixty. All right, other thing with the NFL, um man, Baker came out hotter than fish grease against Tennessee. They tried uh, to give it away. Yeah, Baker. Tennessee's defense is bad. They're ranked. They're ranked way down at the bottom. They're just a team that I can't get my finger on. I mean, beginning of the year, I thought they stepped back. Then they started off hot. Then they've got some good wins, and then they 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 step back. Uh, they get beat down. I mean, that score wasn't as close as what it indicated last yesterday. I mean, I know they fought back. Um, they're just a strange team right now. Um, they you know they almost got some help in regards to with the Texans. A bad snap away from maybe still in that game with the Colts, uh, but, but the do Titans, you believe in the Browns? Like, do you believe in the Browns as far as like actually advancing in the playoffs, actually being a viable opponent for it, somebody it, in the AFC? Because when you're talking about the AFC, we're talking about Pittsburgh. Uh, looks like we're talking about Buffalo. Of course, we're talking about the Kansas think, City Chiefs. I think if they pull a Miami, Colts, if they pull a Buffalo, if they pull. Uh, anybody else that could be in the AFC, whoever gets that seven slotted Raiders get in the back door if they play the Colts, uh, which they had. That they, I think they lost that game, but they already played the Colts this year. I, I'd give them a puncher's chance. I mean, coaching matters. Cleveland is the poster child of proving coaching matters. When you move against it, when you move away from the buffoonery, which is Freddie Kitchens, and you start running the ball, I mean, they've got the best running tandem in the NFL. They've yes. got the best one-two okay, punch. Cause, okay, let's, let's look back at it. Okay, the – the last ugly game, October eighteenth, that was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh ran them out. Remember, we were hyping that game up. They got beat thirty-eight to seven. Okay, after that, one, two, three, four, five, six. Last six games, they're five and one. But let's really look at it. Let's really look at it. They beat they beat Cincinnati. Okay, that's a well team below well below five hundred. Then that next week, they lost to the Raiders. Only put up six points. Now they've won four in a row. Now listen to the four in a row: Houston, Philly, Jacksonville, Tennessee. While, like, even when we're, when I was talking about the Bears and they're five and one, and I was like, man, they're playing bad teams, not really playing good football. I think they're lucky. A win is a win. You never apologize for winning. But Houston, Philly, Jacksonville, those are three. And Jacksonville was close. Jack, I don't, you know what? Jacksonville, they've been in a lot of games. No, man. Jacksonville's like they they they, they they compete. Yeah. But you know, Tennessee, I consider that a good win, but. Are those are those impressive to you? Well, I think that's why you saw what you saw last year. I mean, last, yesterday because they heard people saying what you're saying, breaking down the teams that they played. And at the end of the day, Tennessee walked in that game at eight and three. Tennessee was eight and three, just like eight and three. And Tennessee yeah, had right just put that. a stomped a mud hole in the Colts last week. I, I think the the thing that's not getting talked about enough is Baker's not turning the ball over anymore. And that's the big thing. And they're relying more to the running game. And maybe it just takes time. Like you know. 
again, these young these young guys are thrust out there at the quarterback position because the NFL has changed. It's adopted more of college philosophy and everything. But what these guys have to go through, especially the conference in the system you run, you've got to understand the speed of the game. And you only get that by reps. you got to understand how to read defenses. And that only comes with time and reps you get out there. And that's what you're seeing with some of these uh, young quarterbacks. Maybe it's just about to click with Baker. I mean, some are faster than others, but you can't really judge, you know, a Patrick Mahomes to everybody in regards to how quick. you got to look at, you know, Baker Mayfield, the rest of the guy, they didn't get drafted by Andy Reid. A lot of that stuff factors in regards to, I think, especially when you look at the college they go through. Oklahoma doesn't run no pro-style offense. In the Big Twelve, they don't they they don't run no three or four uh, pre snap mm-hmm. kind of defensive mm-hmm. looks. You got to look at it's all cookie cutter stuff, and it sometimes it takes guys uh, quicker than other. I mean, Baker played his career in the Big Twelve. Um, that you know that goes to the next point in regards to the other game uh, with the nightcap with Denver and Kansas City. Um, it was a fight. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that's the closest uh, game Denver's played in Kansas City uh, since the year they beat them in Kansas City when Peyton Manning was last year. That's the closest that they've been in competition. But what happened last night is you saw that really, you know, you have a team. I mean, teams are human. I think, you know, Denver caught Kansas City a little bit flat. But I think also if you look at that situation with Drew Locke, He's a prime example of what I'm talking with Baker Mayfield. All the, the the attributes are there for Drew, the arm and all that. His problem is is that where he comes from and the college system they ran through in Missouri, the way they run, he's been through four or five offensive coordinators going back from college now even to the pros, and it's going to take him time to read the defense and get to going. You see bright spots here and there. Now, the game itself um, – a lot of things could have been a little bit different. I still think the problem with 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 Denver is is uh, is Pat Shermer, the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, he's terrible. I mean, like you know, you run the ball Man, uh, three or five. I mean, you go to it's, it's a couple games this to, year to, to, to where hold, it's going to hold the Chiefs at twenty two. That just shows like if you have any offensive pulse. If you have any offensive pulse, Denver's record could be flipped. Well, no. If you if you have if you have healthy bodies, I mean, if you have healthy bodies, they flip. Calvin, everybody's they're, they're hurt. But not they. Yeah, everybody got hurt through the course of the season. Their legs were cut off them before we rolled to September third, man. Before we had Thursday <laughs> kickoff, dude. You lose a you lose a, a a Hall of Famer, MVP pass rusher, and within a week you lose a Pro Bowl wide receiver. And this is another thing because there's some different. Oh, well, locks trash people. Like if you think L, the 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 thing is you got to look at it. Locke, Elway, and Vic Vangio are all joined at the Hill. Locke, Elway, wait, Locke, El- Elway, okay, go ahead. Elway's contract runs out in 2021. That's the end of next year. They ain't fine. That's, that's the main, well, they ain't renewing them yet either. They, they, his contract runs out in 2021. Vic's contract, everything, if you pay attention to the books at Denver, everything is lined up for the, for the, 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 the hit, the, the stuff to come to the surface in 2021. But if you think that Elway's going to panic and offer what he's done to give up a lock after one year without his Pro Bowl wide receiver, it ain't happening. The problem is Pat Shermer. There's been many games just like last night, like, oh, you go, Fant shows you he's got a mix match or he can make plays. You don't go back to him. You, the the running situation on fourth. I mean, they got lucky on this quarterback sneak. I mean, they haven't ran a quarterback sneak all along. You've been giving Melvin Gordon the ball, and he comes that way. But the also to Vic. I like what Vic is doing. They don't quit. They give up. But last night, you see, and it brings me back to my Greg Williams take. You know, Vic is one of those guys that everything is about the message I send to my group, my guys. It's four and three. It's fourth and third. 
It's six minutes left in the game. You're down by three points. You've got this soon playing Kansas City. You're not going to get the big, the, uh, the ball back. Vic wasn't sending that message to his defense because if he feels like, man, well, we can't stop him. But that's where pride got in a little bit to Vic's, uh, Vic's way last night when it is fourth and three. You're down by three. And you're on that side of the ball, and it's six minutes left. You got to assume you're not you're not stopping uh, Patrick Mahomes. So, but Vic well, is one looking of the like, touchdowns was from Jesus. Like the the the, the touchdown Tariq caught was from Jesus. So, well, that I one. I mean, I understand why he trusts his defense. I wouldn't trust that yeah, offense. Yeah, but you got but you gotta you gotta play at that time. You gotta have a feel for the game, and you gotta take your personal decision out of Vic's the defensive play caller. At the end of the day, he's a defensive-minded coach. He's been criticized up there to saying, well, you you just feel, hey, well, my defense is doing the job. Whatever's going on with all, my defense is doing their job. That's right. I mean, they're ranked fourth overall in red zone defense. Something he's like working that. with uh, Hardy Nutton over there. Chubb is getting the Von Miller treatment. He's getting double team, all that. He ain't used to that. But at the end of the day, he let his pride get in the way. They should have went for it. You ain't got nothing to lose, man. You're four and seven. You're not going anywhere. The season's been lost. Go for it. Why kick the ball back to Kansas City? You probably never get the ball back. They didn't. They couldn't get a stop. But they, but they played with the effort. And Kansas and the gap with Denver, they need a linebacker. You've got to have a linebacker, a one of these stud Ds. If you've got to play that team twice a year, you've got to go out and get a stud linebacker that can cover on Kelsey the most. Because even when they get the pressure, Kelsey's running wide and left because guys can't stay with him. They don't have the linebacker stud they used to. I like some of the linebackers, but they don't have the studs yeah. they used to. Uh, but Kansas City did enough to get another win to try to stay whole with that number one seed. Um what else? Who else? Yeah, they're keeping the pressure on Pittsburgh tonight. Pittsburgh, if Kansas City, you know, wins out, Pittsburgh wins out, Pittsburgh ain't gonna be able to rest anybody those last couple of weeks because you damn sure don't want to give up home field advantage because it looks like, you know, those two look like the cream of the crop and it looks like it's gonna come down to those two teams. So Kansas City keeping the pressure on Pittsburgh to have to play the rest of these games out. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I also speaking of Pittsburgh with their kickoff here less than an hour. Um, that's the reason why I think this game tonight between Buffalo, like I said, in the top of the hour is so important in Buffalo and San Fran. And um, oh, yeah. because Buffalo, if they lose this game, they're in a tie with Miami for first place. Uh, Colts find a way to get it done. They got, they bailed out, you know, Texans, you know, they, well, you know, Bass, crying? I didn't know how I felt about that. I told my guy, I said, you know, something has to be going on with him personally or whatever. Cause I don't know if that, if it's not, I don't know if I like that look. Like if you, if, after yeah, I mean, elimination, like, I'm tired of losing. And, I'm like, you won a playoff yeah, game last well, year. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're emotional like that, after the, losing a Super Bowl, losing a playoff game, I get this. Getting that emotional after you coming in three and six and you sitting over there. I don't know if he's trying to cool out because he's gonna kick the center's ass, but like really, dude, you gonna you gonna you gonna strike the ball sitting over there with a towel over your head and you're the hundred million dollar man. I don't know how I feel about that because it's not really his fault. You he can cares, see the look, of, Calvin. Huh? He cares. He cares, man. But you don't sit out there and soak, man. This ain't this ain't pop warm, man. This ain't this ain't class five A. You're a professional. If a Super Bowl loss or a playoff end of the season loss, okay. A regular division loss where you basically were kind of an underdog coming in at your own crib, that was more like emotions, like something else is going on with Deshaun. You know, bad snap, man. Bad snap by the center. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Colts find a way uh, to, to get it done and, and move on, you know. 736-976, you listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here uh, from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by GT Bets. All right, it's game time. Get in the game with GT Bets. Go to their website, make your deposit. They're doing a full match up to your deposit, up to $500. Also, keep in mind... um, that here pretty soon we're going to be giving you some holiday specials that GT Bet's going to be you, uh, doing, especially when basketball season, NBA starts. Uh, but for now, make sure you go to the, in the referral box. You put grind, so therefore uh, they can match you up to 150% with this promo on your deposit. Uh, that is GT Bet's official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And also don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Um, at SGPix underscore. We'll be releasing a uh, triple play here pretty soon for the day uh, with it being a doubleheader on the NFL. Um, we'll be releasing some college basketball here pretty soon, so you want to make sure if you're not following me on Instagram that you are now, that you do now. And coming off for week two and one in football, um, 0-3, and f- I think it was from a 3-0 and week in college to 0-3 in college and 2-1 and football uh, game. So two weeks unacceptable of under 500 didn't put in the work last week like i normally do had some other things but that's on me on it uh we'll bounce back and try to finish the last four weeks strong and we're going to ease our way into college basketball here uh pretty soon which we'll be giving you the updates there uh with sharp side of stuff how we're going to be doing that um and got some other things brewing down the pipeline too with the whole sports gambling world that we'll let you know here pretty soon as well um other than that let's uh continue uh nba uh, so we've got we'll, we've got some games kicking off here in the nfl but we'll kind of get we touched on pretty much touched on everything i wanted to in the nfl that was the cap but um and we'll get into that dallas game tomorrow like i said that's prime time on on a tuesday not afternoon <laughs> you know like wow because they're just in a chase because this is team, a thing man, you know that's what just it is. terrible just terrible anyway uh nba we you had this on the docket last week we didn't get to it on friday i think it was but the nba and it kind of made some news over the weekend but the nba is making decisions to not random test for marijuana yeah they they met them halfway they said hey we ain't gonna test y'all for marijuana but in trade we're gonna ask that y'all stay out of bars and clubs no bars, no clubs. Restaurant, and if you eat at a restaurant, it has to be NBA approved. And if it's not NBA approved, you have to be sitting in a private section. Now, how they're supposed to monitor if a guy's at a bar or club, I have no idea. I guess mm. they're going to have snitches. I guess they'll have feds driving around following people. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to wear a bracelet that shows where they I don't think that would work because it's like, yo, I'm, like now you're tracking me like I'm a, like a robot or something. But, yeah, they said, hey, we Y'all can sit at home, smoke your weed for recovery, smoke your weed for recreation, but we're gonna ask you that we're gonna ask that you stay out of the bars and stay out of the clubs this season since we're not gonna be in the bubble. And I guess that's just gonna come down to the team leaders, coaching staff and stuff like that. I'm sure all teams have been briefed to follow certain guys, make sure certain guys, the guys that are known to frequent bars and clubs, but like the only thing is to me is like, okay, so can you have can you have a, a, can you have visitors at the hotel? Because like my thing is like okay, you're not going to the bar, you're not going to the club, but like you single guy, can a single guy have a couple lady friends over on the road that have possibly been to bars and clubs? Well, like, I would say no. So you can't even have visitors. 
Look, man. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. No, I'm just because no. my thing is like, no. but I haven't seen that memo. No. So my thing is like, okay, well, you keeping people away. You keeping them say away hypothetically, from people. Hypothetically, right. this is a scenario that we're talking about for the radio segment purpose. I would say no. If you're a single guy on the road, you can't wait till you at least get back. But not on the road. You got to look, man. Well, you got billions of dollars at stake. This is like you got to you got to make some hard sacrifices through this pandemic. We don't. There's not an end in sight, really. Um, it's not going to change too much when the, when the vaccine comes. It, it's going to take a while. I mean, this is something that comes around every 100 years. Um, usually this ain't something you just basically wash off a little bit, okay? If it's a bad, if we're talking about pandemics in this portion, I just think that if you are, if it just, it is what it is. And this is the time if you can't produce immediate wife, family, and kids and all that. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find Where my order? My order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more. And you're just this guy that's single, that's, uh, yeah, you know, know I don't got think some singles here and there. In. I don't think you're going to be able to have randoms. It just sucks for you. You got to wait till you go back. But damn sure not on the road because we all should be quarantined in the hotel, not on the road. I mean, because it's like if I'm Commissioner Adam Silva, I, which has been batting a thousand, I'm just going to tell the guys like, look. We're back usually sooner than what we wanted to be, probably for the most part, because we had money at stake. So that's why right. we're all here. Let's not get it twisted. But number two, I would tell them like, look. You got to work with me like who like y'all are not going to the people that endured a bubble. You have that experience, but we're not trying to force a bubble on you because for one, the owners don't want that. They want some butts in these seats at some point this season. But at the same time, you're still going to have a little bit restrictions where you're going to have to act like you're kind of in the bubble. If not, you're going to end up like the NFL. You're going to end up like baseball. Because this is going to be the real test for the NBA this season. Portland already shut down facilities because of COVID. Because they are starting training camp. And another training camp note, and we can stay on pandemic, James Harden did not report. Silas Jr. said they don't know what's going on. They said it is a setback. You need your leader there. But James Harden has not reported to workouts. But back to the pandemic. But before you go back to the pandemic, and I know listener Dante Rose mentioned, I didn't hear about it, but supposedly he spotted at some club. Last night, with this is the other thing to salt oh, and oil James, James Harden. James, There's James, some new club or something he yeah, spotted while training is, camp's going on. James is James is a James is afforded. He belongs to the streets. He likes to have a good time. James is enjoying his four hundred million dollars, and I got no problem with that. But he clearly doesn't want to be a rocket. He wants. I remember he he turned down fifty million a year for two years. You don't turn down fifty million a year unless you're serious unless about you it. Ain't yeah, you ain't he ain't happy. And he ain't show for workouts. And as much as we ride James Harden, that's the one thing that you cannot say about James. James puts in the work. So if James ain't at a workout, he's not happy. Because James James yeah, works hard. You don't make all those threes and have those type of handles by sitting at the club. Like he spent some time at the club, but he puts in his hours at the gym. But he's clearly not happy. But back to the pandemic, it's I mean, it's better to not be in the bubble. But it's still going to be a difference. Like, you know, everybody got their cities they hit and they got their cities that they look forward to seeing a little something, something. So you're not in the bubble, but it's still going to be different. It's still going to be tough. Well, but it's a, just, it's a small price to pay for for 30 million a year, 20 million a year. It's a small price to pay to say, hey, you can't go to bars. I mean, because really a lot. Hell, most of the country can't go to bars. Have you seen Cali? I don't know what Golden State, Clippers, Lakers, 
Sacramento. I don't know what they're going to do because L.A. is like on lock. They, their mayor ain't playing no games. Small business owners want him. Want the small business owners want to hang the L.A. mayor. Oh, he's he's in, he's in the hot seat. Yeah, he's on the hot anything. seat. I mean, I, he's trying to control the virus, but when they're up to twenty thousand a day or whatever it is, I get it. But I don't know what Cali's going to do because that is a firm blue state, and they don't want nobody outside their house. So I know Golden State was trying to put something together to re, recoup that money, but Golden State ain't having no fans. Nine Cali. Nine Cali's not gonna happen. So, well, for the first few months, for the first few months, I doubt anybody has fans until we figure out what we're doing as a country. December, January, I doubt anybody has fans. I, I won't argue with that. I know college basketball, for the most part, is playing without fans. I, and I know the interesting part about college basketball right now, what's gonna be the key is uh, getting off subject a little bit, but the college is gonna be the energy you can produce from your bench as a crowd. I mean, in college, when you're talking 18, 19 year old kids that's playing in front of no fans, you got to have a bench. The guys that are not playing has to create some energy for the guys that's playing. Because every damn game is damn near like a neutral site game where you're playing. I mean, take, for example, that Villanova and Texas game yesterday. No really fans. Villanova's Villanova, Texas first loss, but it's like that momentum or whatever. It's going to be tricky. So even NBA, I think once you get outside of that bubble and you play in these arenas with no fans, if you think it's going to be first month, you're going to have to have you have to have like five or six Patty Mills on your bench, waving mm. a towel. Those nights, and now you got to get off a plane or whatever. And I hope NBA players know if they don't act like they're in a bubble or take serious protocol or want you know so and so to come over for IG, you know this thought to do this. What she DM <laughs> well, me she this? Gotta be a thought. Because most of them are, man, that them groupies, they don't call them groupies, or they thought, man. They, may, they, they get hyped up and juiced up listening to Megan Stallion for five hours. They want to go bag something. Those are the people I'm talking about. If yeah. you can't stay away from that, I hope NBA players know they're going to get judged different from the public eye if they get outbreaks and stuff like that compared to the NFL. Oh, they're going to be judged totally different. Because it's, I mean, it's just assumptions that NBA players are male whores. Yeah. Which they might be, but that ain't none of my business. Come on, Mar. But anyway, all right, man. 736-9760. We'll be back. And the weather's so breezy. Man, why can't life always be this easy? She in the mirror dancing so sleazy. I get a call like, where are you, Yeezy? Dance with my dogs in the nighttime. Trap with the chickens like bye-bye. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. Uh, Give them a call. They do a lot of great things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um. All right, so keeping it moving here. Uh, so we'll see how the NBA plays it out. Uh, you know, they'll get started here in a couple of weeks, but you're telling me Portland already shut theirs down. Yeah, and a big question down. here is, you know, what is Spurs going to Are they really going to play without fans? Are they going to play with a small percentage of fans? Because I really think they're in the position well, where we're, we are in can't. Texas. We are in Texas. I mean, Jerry had fans. The Texans have a few fans. So maybe the Mavericks, the Rockets, and the Spurs, maybe they fall under that umbrella. But, you know, then again, you know, we have an older coach. I know Cuban was big on not playing with fans. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure about how the Rockets feel, but it's a tough call, man. It's a tough call. 
I just think in this particular organization down here uh, that it's going to be hard for them to play that long without fans because of the revenue situation with them um, just over the years of what we've seen, um, you know, with them in regards to kind of influx and the ticket sales and stuff. Uh, but I just think it'll probably be a state by state and a city. I, more than a state by state, I think a city by city type of case, you know, um, because keep in mind, like the 49ers are playing that game at a neutral. I can't remember, but you were saying, well, how are they getting away with it? But the L.A. Rams and I, because I think I don't know. What is it? Cinemania, California, whatever you call it. Yeah, California. it's pretty much San Fran. Yeah, that area. It's a county that they planted has come. They're like, nah, down no, that where they play, they've banned contact sports. Hey, but yet still it's like context for like what well, I mean you're getting the virus you tax somebody that's how you're getting it I mean it but but to me it's like you it, it, it can spread any kind of way I mean there's first of all there's nothing been proven that you know basically it's gotten in regard well contact football or contact sports just more that's just like that's like again it just comes back to where roosters are coming to roost for us as Americans man we're just all over the map when it comes to govern the way we've been used to, yep. say every state's different, this and this, and we can't get on the same damn page with this, and that's why we're getting our ass kicked compared to other countries. Like, yes, it's resurfaced in all other countries outside America, but at the end of the day, they've had an opportunity where they flattened it at least some. They've had a break. There's been an ongoing uh, washing machine yeah. with us. I mean, that's just the way it is, but it's definitely affected the, uh, the sports world. But keeping it moving, uh, what else do we got here uh, with the NBA? So that's something to watch. I don't know about the James Harden thing. I mean, they're going to have to, if that's the case of what he's doing and he's not showing for workouts, then they're going to have to try to move him to one of his destinations, to either Philly or either uh, to Brooklyn. And then yet still, it won't be a good look for the NBA because if you peel the onion back, at the end of the day, the main players do. They get to call where they want to go. They get to control where they want to go. And I've read reports that Kyrie's supposed to do a blackout on the media and not speak with the media at all this year. And if Yeah, he Brooklyn, released a, a joke yeah, statement yeah. for Media Day. Yeah, and if if, if Brooklyn, which, I, again, I, I'm going to call BS on it, but if Brooklyn lets him do that, shame on them. But, again, Sean, this is Sean Marks up there. Well, hell, because, I mean, even if Tim didn't want to speak, he might, Tim might not speak every night, but every now and then the Spurs, I mean, you know, the Spurs made him available throughout the season. If Mono didn't feel like speaking, he made, they, they still made him available here and there. Tony the same way. So if they were to let Kyrie get away with that, that's that's bull crap on them. Because yeah. nobody, nobody, should, nobody should be allowed to have to not talk to the media. And the, and the, and the thing about it with Kyrie that makes me mad uh-huh. is like the stuff that the media gets on you about, it's only, they're only asking stuff that you've put into the universe. It's not like they're just bringing up that's stuff. True. You know what I mean? It's not like they're just grabbing stuff out of the thin blue sky. Like, you got mad when you said the earth was flat and everybody was asking you about it. You got mad when you talked about LeBron and everyone asked you about it. Then you took back the LeBron statement and you got mad everyone asked you about it. Then you said Kevin Durant's the best score and the most clutch score you ever played with. Then you got mad when the media asked you about it. They're only asking you stuff that you've put into the universe. So what are you, what are you mad about? Like, they're asking you about stuff that you have said out of your mouth. He got a little rap album. He, he rapping. Rap album. He rapping now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I, I still think they're in a position. Well, of course, if James goes down there, I think he's out. I think they've got to move that would him. Be, I, yeah, I move he him. would be devastated. Well, I would look at it. Part of you brought it on yourself. Maybe Kevin got around you, and Kevin can even see his time doing rehab. Uh, which Kevin said he's never been through nothing like this. He said this surgery here, the rehab, just learning to walk 
and run again to a, a big thing. But I think if that would happen to him, of course he'd probably be devastated, but it would be his fault. It would be his fault he's getting that reputation of possibly not that good of a teammate. So did we hear the story? I don't know if it made sure You see that uh, – I mean, I know the big story was Tom Brady. Uh, I guess they found a homeless person in their yard. In their house, house and the house is up. Did for you sale. hear anything about Demar having to break? Yeah, Demar. Uh, uh, Demar had to chase somebody out of his house. It's crazy how these like I then I, I mean it's crazy how these people get their houses broken to, and most of the time it's gated community or the security guards not on duty. Like, how are y'all getting into these communities anyway? Because you can go to a middle of the road community, and there's a gate you got to right. go through. So. I, to me, I you know, you know, I don't know but the details. Demar was like, Demar. man, I'm from Compton. I've dealt with worse. We're good. Yeah, see, things like that. To me, when I based off when you say, hey, aren't these gated community where they live? See, to me, that's and I'm not saying this is for sure about Demar's situation, but to me, in those situations, it screams to me that you got too many people around your circle that you trust. Why you say that? What makes like, you say well, that? When you say that, how do you get in with a gate to these people, whatever, like other than doesn't, doesn't inside job or maybe somebody you know screams to that? I mean, uh, if you, uh, yeah, you see know. what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying that's the case, but if you're telling me like, well, how does he get in the gated community? Well, I'm thinking know, like if scary, somebody though. just randomly, you know, do, but yet and still at the same time, I can say that I can debunk that by saying that because remember not too long ago, I mean, it's been a while now, but remember how the great Taylor, safety Taylor for Washington, remember how his life was lost in truers, you know? Uh, but glad that he's safe on that. But yeah, Tom Brady's deal. I guess that was uh, we got to talk Floyd in the last segment. Talk to who? We got to talk about Floyd in oh, the last yes, segment. Oh yes, I yeah. got my take on that. Right. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. In the way, minus sign, the way. In the way. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Last segment of the day is going to be presented by Sharpside Sports Consultant. Don't forget to go to their website, uh, select a package. Make sure you use the SGE1 promo code. Also, when you're choosing for the SGE Foundation picks as well, that is Sharpside Consultant, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget, if you're not following me on Instagram, uh, hit me up at SG underscore picks. One thing before the Floyd thing, real quick on the football, because yeah. I don't want to lose this, is that, uh, you know, I know a lot of people are Herbert this and, you know, rookie of the year and all this kind of stuff, but Justin Jefferson out of LSU with Minnesota Offensive is, is, is sure. got to be. He's, he's uh, Some people think stat-wise he's having one of the best rookie seasons of wide receiver that we've well, seen in 15, 20 Minnesota years. he's the first Minnesota rookie receiver to have a 1,000 yeah. yards since Randy. Yeah. Holy, hoping I can yeah, he's definitely the offensive rookie of the year. I don't think that's up for debate. Hope I can ride him to a championship. Oh yeah, he put that where look at you. It uh, always comes back. Yeah, to took fantasy. him in the that was a deep league, man. People were sleeping, didn't know what they did. Took him in the sixth, seventh, like got him eighth round. You know, wow. especially since Will Fuller's gone down for me. That sucks. Floyd Mayweather in boxing. This is my message to boxing. I'm not in the UFC like Rudy is, unless you know, uh we're talking about uh, you know, the Conor McGregor Gregor's my man Nate Diaz, or you go back to um, you know, um Holly Holmes, all those. But this is the thing that boxing is getting in uncharted territory with this. I don't uh, consider this boxing. This, That's what yeah, I got into this, people with. This, this is buffoonery. Um, the well, first of all, he's not even fighting the guy that just fought Nate. I thought that's who this no, is. No, this is his brother. He's, oh, that was, God. Then what are we doing fought, then? Jake Paul fought Nate. 
He's fighting Logan Paul. Who he's, he's fighting Jake's brother. And how many how many I um, think Jake, fights I think does uh, Logan Jake? Yeah, Logan, Logan have. Jake just fought Nate. He's not fighting Jake. He's fighting Logan. I think Logan's fought some YouTube dude. So he doesn't have any professional. I don't fight. think so. Okay, the I first know. thing I don't the know. first thing screams in this, and I'm not even going to front and lie because there's been circulation going on there. Is Mayweather hurt for money? Um, what? Uh, yeah. No. I mean, no. I mean, listen, man. I, look, no way. I'm not telling you that he is, but I'm he not going to tell you there's more. no way. You see how it is when no, a black man no, gets man, a bag. No, Rudy, when a black man chases a bag, he broke. Rudy, let me tell Why you something, man. Why can't he just man? get more? Let me, let me tell you something, man. Uh, first of all, I thought he was. First of all, there's been rumors like that for the last 12, no, 18 man. months. I don't know if that's the case, but let me tell you something. When you are Floyd Mayweather, is one of the greatest no, of all man. time to do it. That's black on you black are fighting, crime. Dog. No, you're fighting a guy that if it's not the money thing, you're fighting a guy that has. You just said maybe two fights, three fights. You have a goose egg. Like if you gonna come out of retirement. No, look. If it was, if he was really hurting for money, he'd be he'd be lining up to fight Oscar or Connor again or Pacquiao. Like that's more money than he's gonna get from fighting Logan Paul. He ain't getting jump he ain't getting jump monopoly money for fighting this. Why you you are up hey, there with the Rocky money. I'm not doing I'm he not just saying wants that. more. I'm not saying he wants that. more. It's an easy 10, 20 Rudy. million, whatever. But it if is. somebody tells you that, okay, if that's it, you're sitting there thinking like, okay, this you're not coming out to fight a guy that's coming up hungry to prove you're making an ex you call this an exhibition. So if this is an exhibition and not a real fight, or keep whatever in mind he did this in Japan like a, a year or two ago. Okay, and then in Japan that no one knew about it; it wasn't even televised. Right. But now you're now you followed this up with this on wherever this is going to be on American. Look, he soil. saw what Mike got. He saw what Mike Tyson got for that BS. He saw um, what Jake Paul made from the Nate situation. He's like, oh. I find a way to make a quick ten. But million. if you're not, but the thing of it is, but is your sometimes all good all money ain't good money. We're talking about a guy that is up there with Rocky Marcia and the undefeated goose egg. Like if you're gonna, I'm not saying this guy can beat him, but if you're gonna step in the ring, let's do it in regards to a level that makes sense, not this expedition. Backyard, Why you gotta do it on uh, slide, like like uh, Kimbo Slice style? <laughs> this is Mayweather, man. It's an easy bag. Floyd and you always, come from a cloth. Hold on, Floyd always from, looking to you, pick listen, up an easy bag. You come from a cloth in reference to loving everything that Jay Z does. It just turned what he did, 52, 53? 51. Like that's like I don't care. Jay ain't hurt for money, but I, like regardless to pick up another twenty thirty. He's not going to do nothing. Just ain't going to do his, that. Not man. to mess with his integrity. No, he's not. Soldier boy, come on, Jay. This is twenty million. Just do a song with me. No. All right, man. No, come on, man, Floyd. Like I'm not telling you that he is, but how are you gonna argue somebody if they say that dude is he? Does he need money? Keep up saying. with his lifestyle. He spends really the way he lives. No, yeah, he has to. But that's like telling Apple to stop making iPhones. Like nobody no. tells him to stop. That's not. That's like no. telling Bill Gates, hey, stop no. making, stop making Xboxes. No, yes. No. No, no one's telling them to stop fighting. Fight a real guy. I don't say you got to come out and get the top contender. Fight somebody that's got eight to ten fights. He's got this guy's fighting's got <laughs> five know. more professional fights than me and you got. If that, and, I don't that, know how many. And Floyd has. is stepping in with that. And I'm not gonna let them get away with this exhibition stuff. That's crap. They're gonna try that hustle. I'm not paying for that. No, I'm not either. I'm not saying I'm paying for it. I'm paying for none of it. But. I ain't mad at the brother trying to get an extra bag. Nothing right there, but there's other ways you can get bagged by fighting this guy. They got like three <laughs> fights, man. Like, damn, he might as well be fighting Tommy Gunn, man. What the hell? 
All right, man. That's a wrap. Special thanks to producer of the show, Rudy J. Myself, Calvin. Special thanks to Jeremy filling in for standard day. San Antonio Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio. People up at Tyler. People up in the Shaw City. People down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for it to snooze button. If we were off the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See y'all tomorrow. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.